Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This week. Uh, but with that, that being said, we are touching on issues that are bothering us. We are not dealing with problems because we all know most of the problems already we're talking about. But we are focused on what are the opportunities. The COVID-19 came with a whole different set of opportunities we spoke about. We highlighted the, 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 the relevance of technology in all our lives, in terms of education, in terms of work, virtualization, in terms of everything is happening now, trading, buy and sell, our medication, everything is done remotely through the infrastructure of technology. And now, now the protests in America are equally opening up another massive window of opportunities. This time around, the opportunities is open for both Nigerians, Americans, and everybody who cares to be part of it because uh, there is need now for people of African descent, black folks all over the world to reach out to each other and start talking business. We're not talking tourism again. We're talking about money making opportunities for both parties and uh, for the information of my brothers in africa the black american society is eager to go home they are looking up to us to see what we can do to encourage them to start going home by home i mean anywhere in africa if we can create programs that will make it easy for them to own a home Easy for them to set up their businesses. Easy for them to have any other benefit like a typical uh, citizen of that country has. This is what we are talking about now. We are already starting on strategizing on how we can make this happen. And so the topic of our show today is strategizing for the return after 400 years to Africa. Black folks are the only set of people that are not working with each other or not working with the same race across wherever they are. The Europeans are doing the same thing. Asians are doing the same thing. So it's important we look at whatever was keeping us apart and what can bring us together. And there's no other language better than the money language, the green dollar bills the currencies, the cryptocurrencies. This brings us to the most important part of what we've been trying to do, which is basically, let us start talking, let us start discussing the money part of our existence, because that's the only language everybody wants to be interested in. Nobody really interested in anything outside. How can we build and sustain our own communities? How can we build economies? How can we get strong enough to go on our own? How can we change the narrative of our not being able to do business with each other? We can't continue on this pedestal because at the end of the day, it's very important for what we take home. So we welcome everybody to the show. 
It's going very explosive today again as normal. We're going to touch on some very, very high level information for everybody to listen, learn, and leverage. You know, so we are not going to hold much people down or too long because we have a whole lot to touch on this show. What strategies do we adopt? How do we get the, the consent and the involvement of all leadership across both in African countries, in international African organizations, as well as the American leadership? We have been able to reach out to the National Black Caucus, and uh, we are, they are coming up with a, a consultant to put up a, a detailed strategy that will be able to will be able to share with more different African countries on the need to approach the whole project with a mindset of economics, uh, foreign direct investments, uh, diversion or diversification of our economies, and everything we want to talk about: tourism, developing tourism, partnership with sister cities which has been in existence for long ago, but we don't really explore the benefit. So at the end of the day, there's a whole lot we need to talk about. So people's perspective will be highly appreciated because if we have their perspective, then it's very, very possible to be able to integrate people's different opinions to make it a very, very tight, uh, tight uh, project, uh, 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 deliver, you know. So we're really looking at all these aspects because it's all about time. We step up and do the needful. It's about time we bring all parties, whether in America, in the Caribbean, in the continent of Africa. Let's start talking. Let's start looking at each other as partners in progress. Because with the situation in America, we all are aware where militias are all pulling off their rifles and stepping up to protect their territory, it's really scary because all you will need is one crazy guy to pull a trigger and we might really have a race war. I mean, a race war in America because the right to bear arms is the civil right of American citizens. So uh, today, I can affirm to you guys that the shooting range I've seen over 300% increase in demand for their services. What does this tell you? That a lot of people are going to grab, grab their arms for whatever reason. Because right now, as we all agree, America is at the verge of what we cannot really predict. And I always say that you don't start a war that you cannot predict the outcome. But today, what we're seeing in America is not looking too good. It's never been this bad. The polarization on extreme ends is something totally never envisaged, you know. But apparently, that's what we gotta deal with. The government of the day in America itself is not helping matters because it's still beating the drums uh, that is being appreciated by just a section of the population. And ironically, his base is really depleting very fast. And uh, this election is going to determine what America will become because 
the current guy in the hands of affairs, if he has another four years, well, your guess is as good as mine of what America will look like. So we are all ready to be able to be part of the next emerging society. We encourage everybody to get out there and ensure that they get voted, they vote for whoever they have in mind to lead this country. Because uh, if you leave it like that, nobody knows what's going to happen. I keep saying, a situation can only predict the outcome is not a situation we should encourage. Uh, this takes me back to our home country in Nigeria. It's been a very interesting week in Nigeria. We had the issue of a uh, harsh magu that popped up from nowhere. The hunter became the hunted. A man that was revered so much and uh, his voice, uh, his name sent serious issues to a whole lot of people in the society. Himself was on a hot seat. Was invited for interrogation by the DSS, apparently detained till now. And uh, a whole lot of issues are popping up of abuse of office, nepotic tendencies, owning multiple properties all over the world. That's not nice. This is the kind of story we don't want to be part of coming out of, out of Nigeria because at the end of the day, it still doesn't look good. The guy you gave all the powers, all the authorities to be the crime fighter, the face of the fight against corruption himself has gone down a very nasty way. You know, this doesn't look good. Uh, ending this issue is a whole different saga. The SYL acting managing director came out singing all kinds of tunes about uh, the supervising ministry and the minister, Chief Dr. Goswil Akbabi, of how he was being uh, instigated to do all kinds of stuff. This is And I think Nigerians need to run out of patience about all the stories. The situation does not encourage investment. It does not encourage the person who is learning. So where are you learning? Where are you learning from? Where are you going? At the end of the day, you come out with a beautiful college degree and uh, the system has no provision for your graduation. So uh, I think uh, we're, we're grinding to, uh, uh, to a point whereby what's happening in America today will likely happen all across different countries, especially Nigeria, because there's no way a country can continue on that, on that slide and survive it. The COVID-19 situation is crazy. It's out of hand in America. We have three epicenters today, Dallas, Arizona, and Florida. And these are all cities and states that did not agree to go by the regulations of the of the of the department of uh, cdc disease control the guidelines were started they were all in a hurry to open up the cities and the result of what this has brought is a whole different level of infection luckily the dead numbers are not running like it used to run while I was in New York, because New York was really crazy when it was the epicenter of this coronavirus. But today, the situation is not looking good. The irony is that 
they are still pushing to open the schools. How can you open schools in the fall with the numbers rising? People are looking at it as something very, very insane. Parents are not looking at this as something they want to do equally. You know, so it's it's uh, it's very interesting to see the kind of developments happening in America. We never really thought we'd we'll come to this point so soon. But kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall. So America has to really, really be very careful. America has to guide its constitution very strongly. It has to guide the next election very strongly. If the country has to continue as one of the, of the light on the hill that everyone wants to be part of. Because currently, what's happening today in America is what probably we never thought would happen in our lifetime. We just had Donald Trump just pardon his childhood friend because he refused to throw him under the bus uh, during the the House of uh, House Committee investigation on the Russian probe. And uh, Roger Stones, we know Roger Stones, uh, Donald Trump's very good friend. They grew up together, and uh, the president came out to say. Uh, you can't afford to let this guy go to jail because there's COVID-19 in the jail. Who allowed COVID-19 to take over the entire system? Still the same guy. But um, so it's really, really crazy what's really going on here. I don't know if America will survive another four years of this same leadership. I'm straight up here because there is no way America is out of the World Health Organization. America is out of United Nations, is not funding climate change. America is, uh, is in, in, in a serious uh, uh, trade battle with China, is in a serious trade battle with, uh, with Mexico. I, I used to hear about people choosing their battles. But here we are with a leadership that does not even choose its own battle. Sometimes he creates battle for himself. So when it gets to that point, it's very, very interesting to really understand where this is going. Uh, the level of provocation is at an all-time high in America today, where people are pulling guns on each other right on the street. You know, protesters are being pulled, guns are being pulled by homeowners for you just protesting across his neighborhood. It's never been this bad, but apparently that's what it is today. So I thank you guys for coming on the King Coco Show. It's a very interesting show today. And, um, uh, apparently, uh, my special guest not, couldn't make it out here today, but we're going to have to deal with all the issues we've set up to talk about. So just stay tuned. We're not going nowhere. We're just about ramping up the engine to catch up on the momentum. This is going to be a very interesting show like all others has been. Listening to my show, One on One with King Coco a show that was designed to create a platform for continuous collaboration, communication, and interaction of people of African descent wherever they are. So we can gradually build a whole new black enterprise across different continents. We are the only people that are settled across every continent in this world. Black folks are found everywhere. Why are we really, really being maltreated all over the world? We built the greatest country 
on earth, which is the United States of America. Our ancestors built this place. Their descendants are still struggling on other issues of self-determination. The systemic level of racism is such a way that there is no way a black family can compete in America with a white family. There is no way your children can go to school happy without the fear of being brutalized in event of any police situation. You can't even call the cops to resolve a situation because you don't know how it will end. We are all aware of what happens driving while black. We're all aware of watching pets while black. We're all aware of even sleeping while black in America. It is that bad that there's been the biggest protest ever in this country within the last four weeks. And nobody's abating. You know, I was watching well, Nancy Pelosi on radio being interviewed by Al Shapt just yesterday on television, I'm sorry. And the question was, how long can we keep protesting? We have done a bit as a people. We stayed on the streets as long as we can. We're still screaming. We've had Black Lives Matters all over the place as part of our solidarity. It is much more than just painting Black Lives Matters on the street. Even though you've been able to paint the Black Lives Matter in front of Trump Plaza, that is not enough. Black folks want to be able to cast the check of the hope of America offered. That check is almost not having the value. We cannot continue in a situation where you can't even earn a decent job and get paid a decent salary because you're black. It's really, really that messed up. You know, so we came up with this show to be able to see how we can strategize, create opportunities, discuss impediments, and, and come up with a workable modality that we can share with leadership, legislative leadership across the American uh, uh, political system, black system, black politicians, as well as leadership in black countries all over the world to start the whole dynamics of creating programs that will endeavor black folks to go back home. Okay. That's what we're talking about. You know? Okay. That's what we're talking about. Because we cannot continue in this way. So we are very excited to have people on the show today because it's an opportunity to delve deep down into issues that we know are important to all of us. Like I said, we are all in this together. There's no way you will say, this is not my problem because you might be in the continent of Africa without experiencing racism the way it's experienced all over the world, but you travel one day. Your children will travel. Your family will travel for trade, for vacation, for holiday, for education. And what they got to deal with is the same situation 
that black folks deal with in America. It's time to look up to coming up with programs to help people of African descent return to the continent of Africa, repatriate their investment, repatriate their intellectual properties to help build Africa. I, used, I think I, I'm, I'm not too far from correct if I say that, I'm not too far from correct if I say that the current situation will not go away if nothing is done. After 60 years of the end of slavery, black folks are still dealing with these issues. You see, one, this brings out to one fact that at the end of slavery, there was no black representation in drafting the constitution of this country. There were no black contributions in the policies that were set up after that in this country. Nothing like that. So at the end of the day, it was in total exclusion of black benefit and contribution to the economy. Despite all it went through, despite the whole uh, script of emancipation, this cannot be the same status. I think it's going to be like that forever. So I thank you guys for being part of the show. and. Uh, your contributions will make something out of it. We have already set the machine rolling, developing the framework, identifying the sectors and the modalities to interact with the leadership, political leadership in African country. Nigeria, my country, should play a major role in this because it's very important. Nigeria show itself as a leader. Despite our, our disappointments of different sort, we still have to step up and act like the leader that we are. There's no way we can hide from this. The reality is staring us right in our faces. And I keep saying that the failure of Nigeria to step up, to show leadership in Africa, becomes the liability of the black race all over the world. Because we'll be able to stop the fact that we are the most populous nation, we are the most resourceful nation, we are the most ambitious people. And uh, in sports, in business, the richest man, black man, and richest black woman are all Nigerians. So it is just on such premises that Nigeria as a country must wake its leadership up to see the need to be involved. If we have to look at touching on our foreign policies, it's important to touch on our foreign policies to accommodate the current, uh, current development that's happening globally. We can't continue to pretend the ostrich way as if we don't know what's really happening our roles. 60 or 65% of black folks that were migrated into this country during this period we're talking about we're from Nigeria, the west coast of Africa. We know that. How many people were Ghana at that, that time? Ghana would have been under 5 million people. We were about over 100 people at that time. And knowing our role in, ambitious role in business, in education and everything, we played a very prominent role during the era of the transatlantic slave trade. The, Brothers we brought here 400 years ago are still expecting to hear from us in African continent. 
our brother is still expecting the leadership of Nigeria to reach out and say, okay, we welcome you guys back. We're ready to have you be part of our system. Or oh, we're sorry for the travail, the pain that your ancestors bore. Because from every indication they went through the worst situation of enslavement. From the trip across the Atlantic in an enslaved dark boat in chains, it's not something anybody wanna wish to himself. So we thank, uh, we thank you guys for being able to capture this perspective and talk to all other leaders at all levels to make provision for this particular set of our brothers are willing to come back, you know. So I have never, never seen a situation like what has happened in America in the last eight weeks. A simple thing, which has always been the case in America, the killing of a black man by a white police cop, turn around the system like nobody ever expected. The kind of reaction that became a global reaction was a situation that I don't even think I could have believed what was going to, what was, what, that it was going to look that way. That's why I keep saying, never start a battle you don't know how to end. It's going to consume people. It's already consumed a lot of people. CEOs have gone. A whole lot of police officers are already down. Most are leaving the job. But the mere fact that you are told that you cannot afford to kill a black man because they're caught. Why must you always shoot to kill? Why can't you shoot for them to live and speak whatever happened to them for themselves? So it's a whole new situation that we're living with. The times are very, very different. The opportunities are equally very different. When we come back, we will discuss this issue in detail as it affects the next election in America, as it affects the whole system, both from the lower and the upper house, because a whole new group just popped up, the Lincoln Project. Lincoln Project is made up of Republican Party members who do not want to see Donald Trump return back to the White House. So on this premise, we'll take a short break and one-on-one King Coco running on T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. It's a wonderful day. We'll be back in two minutes. So, thank you very much. Apparently, uh, my I have to run the show today all alone. My support system, uh, I won't be able to make it up here. So I got all my requirements to be able to put this show back the way we used to do it. So thank you guys for staying tuned with us. Uh, we're running on Facebook Live, on YouTube channel, One on One with King Coco. Uh, we can follow us on one-on-one -on -one with King Coco on Facebook. All our 
previous shows are being posted on that page. You can listen to them. And uh, it opens up your idea about what's happening because apparently it's important we, we, we separate the fact from the fiction because for over 400 years we've been told a different story of how our brothers in America are, how they don't want to walk, or how they love guns, that the woman will shoot you. I've been in this country for how long now? Uh, I can count how many people I've shot. Most people have even had shooting spouse. A Nigerian that brought in their women from Nigeria to do nothing, only for them to abandon them. That has been trending in a few days, for some days now, because uh, some men can handle seeing their women walk away after their contributions in their life. But we have to learn to understand that's just what it is. You know, uh, you cannot force love. And uh, this brings us to another notion that when you are out there looking for a wife, please ensure that who you tend to marry and bring to America is based on genuine love and attraction. Because the situation where women come to America as wives and they are assisted by their husbands to go through nursing school, and just after getting graduating and started making the American dollars, the almighty dollars, she now feels that uh, that is not the kind of man that she deserves. She deserves better. Uh, you always have to wear the implication of such decision because it's a two-way street. You know, someone's going to get hurt. And um, some people don't know how to handle their reaction, which is what happens as you saw in social media of uh, a Nigerian that brought his wife here and apparently the love went sour and uh, he just felt that uh, he couldn't take it and pulled a gun on his wife and turned on himself. At the end of the day, the entire family loses. Your parents, the siblings, all expecting to hear from you someday, can't afford to hear from you. So these are all issues that we have to talk about because the fact that we don't discuss our differences is one of the most important reasons why a lot of relationships fail. The fact that we have not been able to separate facts from fiction regarding our story, just like the same way the average black American has the impression that the Africans don't love them. Just like the same way the black American feels that our ancestors sold them into slavery. The same feeling is still continuing today that the African leadership, despite all that's happened in the past 400 years, has no plan to reassimilate his brothers and sisters, his children that were being out here back into the fall of the African continent. So, We've had to deal with information that were never, never created by us. They were not designed to keep us together because they love to see us apart. Divide and rule has always been the framework of keeping Africans down. That's how they divided Africa into 54 countries, along imaginary boundaries. So these are all situations that has to be addressed. We have to continually discuss these issues and actually create 
point for verification so that this cannot be the same situation you know so we are here trying to keep stuff and ensure that everything works well for all people of african descent to get back together discuss their differences identify prospects then we now create an opportunity to ensure that these relationships are built on sound grounds these relationships are devoid of deception already the impression that they've created about nigerians is really really poor and bad out here so which is why we created some of these opportunities to become a verification point so that when we create projects these projects would be identified and, and, and picked up by our brothers who are willing to invest some of their wealth back in nigeria in africa any country in africa so that these relationships could be based on sincerity of purpose that we're not going to come back to hear that certain people felt disappointed you know so we don't have to do this all the time we need to now get the right things in place to be able to encourage our brothers to come back into our fold so we thank god for keeping this real we appreciate the fact that we've been able to sustain this handshake for the past 18 months and we're seeing the results of these relationships of these partnerships that are now maturing so now we are bringing the legislatures the black legislatures in america in contact with different high-level politicians across the african continent so that we can gradually develop programs that will facilitate the return of our brothers in diaspora after 400 years talk about 400 years we're not talking about 400 months we're not talking about 40 years even the children of israel went on wilderness for 40 years and it became something that god Israel had to use to bless them so i think it's time god about to bless us and bring us together like every other race has been doing to keep themselves together keep their investment within themselves spend money within their own community it's only in the in the, in the african in the black community that money does don't circulate for once in most communities money circulates 10 15 times before we get out of their community so we have to do this because it's the only way we will not be in danger thank you guys for being part of this discussion and um we'll continue doing this because it's the right thing to do we have promised ourselves that once we start this discussion we'll keep it open till that bridge is is, is closed we'll keep this discussion open till we see black enterprise black investment why can't nigerians why can't Ghanaians? why can't they all invest in america why are we scared of investing in america your investment is secured here and with collaboration with people who stay here black americans diaspora that came from africa you can own this country 
We are struggling with, for, with remittance. We are struggling with having enough foreign exchange to support our economy. But we are stuck without investing in the, in, the, in the projects out here that will repatriate those foreign investment back to Africa. So what are we doing? So we, this platform was created and we have created a digital community for this program where you can find, you can discuss issues that bothers on uh, going back to Africa, investing in Africa, uh, looking for partners in Africa. We've created Wakanda America Commerce Group on Facebook. Go and join us on that if you have a product you want to sell from any African country to the American system. We have created that platform, Wakanda America Commerce Group. Go and log it down. Come on board that platform. Let us discuss what you have and match you with a perfect demand. We, we, can, we can develop a supply and demand chain and hold it down so that in between, it's all us. We have created a digital platform on one one King Coco. We'll be inviting people that have been on the show. Send us your email so we can invite you on that platform so you can now discuss issues that have been keeping us apart. How can we do better? What is it that is true? What is false? What information wasn't correct that was given to us? That's why we're talking here. You know, nothing is going to happen without us doing our own part. As a matter of fact, there is a proverb that says, that when you see a masquerade jumping at one end of the street, that masquerade is listening to a drumbeat from somewhere. So everything happens because people are doing stuff to make it happen. So we are ready to create that opportunity. We're ready to create the platform. We're ready to create the collaboration using all social media handle, private digital platforms, which you all developed, so we can all share information, clarify issues, and get to the facts and make up our mind based on informed situations. Because any situation that is not informed is going to lead to what has always been misinformation the wrong situation, partnership with the wrong and insincere partners that made everyone look like they're criminals. Nigerians are very decent people. I've never touched anything criminal. But uh, if you step out there, an average person thinks, oh, everybody's a criminal there. Not with situations like Mago or situations like NDC is talking today. Don't forget, we need to know what we put on social media and how fast we put them there. This situation become a global discussion instantly, you know, and it's not really nice for our people to be able to be seen in that picture. That's why we're doing everything to provide a point of authentication for everybody to be able to authenticate what's happening and make up decisions, you know. Wakanda America is uh, is the platform of Facebook, Wakanda America Commerce Group. Check it out. If you have stuff to sell, you want to buy stuff from America, link us up on that page. I will match you up with a seller so that you can have a, 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 a very good experience of doing business across the Atlantic.
all other tribes are doing the same thing. All other races are doing the same thing. Why can't we do the same thing? So uh, I thank everybody for being part of the show. Our show today will run for just an hour. In the middle of all that, we will post all the new digital platform on our Wakanda America Commerce Group so you could see where you can seek for solutions to whatever you're doing. We thank everybody for being available today. It's been a, one of those days that we've not really been very excited, but uh, we got to do what we got to do, just like anybody else. You know, it's not always been easy just sitting aside, get on board, get involved. You know, the world has changed and demands that we all step up on every aspect of life. You know, we cannot just sit back and, and, be, and be less involved anymore because the current situation is not leaving anyone in a very good situation. Almost, the whole world is almost in a recession. In our lifetime, we saw oil become worthless, where ships laden with oil were just begging for where they could discharge their cargo, and nobody was willing to accept those cargoes. So, it's an awesome opportunity to discuss and look at how we can get stuff done. In our next show, we'll be bringing up strategies fully developed to share, and we'll be hosting our digital community for the first time for the public to join willingly to discuss issues that will facilitate and complement our effort in helping people of African descent from anywhere in the world find a home in any country in Africa. This is what we intend to drive in the next four years vigorously. Ghana has started and we have a model that has worked. So, and we're working with the same consultant that started the 400 years return year to Ghana. And that saw Ghana do three point something billion dollars on tourism alone. Mm -hmm. That could have been us. Nigeria could do that. So we're not going to just let stuff lie and hope that somebody go coming from somewhere to get it done. Hell no. Mm -hmm. Everything that's ever happened must be planned, executed by your people. For your people. Because everybody else is busy doing his own stuff. So uh, I, I, I thank God for the reason for us doing what, what we started doing two years ago. And uh, the sole purpose of it was to create an opportunity for us to continuously talk. We stay in families and we don't talk. Sometimes husbands and wives don't talk. Communication is more important than any wisdom because if you have all the wisdom of this world and it's just buried in your head without sharing this through any communication process, with whoever should use it, benefit from it, or learn out of it, then it's of no use. 
So we are going to drive communication using this platform to re-establish the black enterprise. And this is going to go both ways. We are not just trying to facilitate Americans coming to Africa. We are facilitating Africans doing business in America and seeing their money intact. Because every other race is coming to buy up America. Indians is buying up America. Chinese are here buying up America. The white people, the Europeans are here already. They've been here for ages with all their privilege. And the black man has left America for only those that came through the ancestral story. We can compete. That's what we're all asking for. Just let us compete. It was a fair, the fair field to play. We want a fair play. We are not asking for handover. We're not asking for any benefit that is not in line with whatever that race is getting. But get your feet, get your knees off our neck. How can we survive when the system has its knee on the neck and our face to the ground? That is not going to work. The younger generation has said that technology has come to play a major role in how responsive situations are addressed. And uh, there's no way that the world will go back to what it used to be because technology has brought a whole different dynamics to how we live, how we play, how information is shared, how far it is reached. So thank you guys. Now, we're not gonna keep this show for too long. I appreciate the fact that We've been able to hold this show consistently for the past 18 months. We're going to our 24th month. We'll finish what we started. We'll need your support in terms of contribution, in terms of content, in terms of your knowledge and experiences, so you could always have a balanced perspective. So for those of us that have been here, we thank you for joining the show today. We're going to have to pull the plug in another 10 minutes because uh, we've had a whole lot to share. Please uh, submit your email addresses so we can invite you as a panelist on the show because we still need a lot of momentum to drive this process. Thank you for tuning in to One on One with King Coco Show, running on T25CL. And thank you, my friends, for joining on Facebook. And um, we intend to create a Facebook room where we can equally interact with our Facebook followers so that we could actually have multiple perspectives, a lot from our Facebook followers. So thank you guys. Same time next week, we'll have the show as normal, 5 p.m. New York time, 10 p.m. West African time. Keep this on lockdown on your calendar, and let's keep discussing and be sure that at the end of the day, our dream of creating the black enterprise where we can retain 2.3 trillion investment funds of the black Americans and uh, 1.3 trillion from the African continent 
we can all build a very, very strong market that will support our products, support our services, and create job opportunities for the young generation, and uh, create the much needed foreign direct investment flow. Because with all this in place, the whole idea of investing in Africa will be easy. We create a digital portal where whoever is interested in finding out opportunities in Africa can easily request and find out. In finding out the immigration situation in Africa, can easily log in and find out. In finding out how to become an investor in African companies, you can easily log in and ask question answer. That's what we're driving here. So thank you guys for being part of the show today as we don't intend to keep you an extra minute longer than what it is. We appreciate your continuous support for this show. Let's keep it real. We're going to say it as it is because the whole issue out there is because people are scared of saying certain things. People are scared of addressing certain issues. But these are issues that are important to confront directly and discuss. So we'll keep that running on this platform. Stay tuned for next week. We look forward to having you guys back here fully to enjoy the next show come next week Sunday. Thank you and have a wonderful evening and have a good night in West Africa. Wonderful evening in, Amer evening in Americas. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.